Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, Apple Vision Pro, Apple's first spatial computer, is now available for pre-order, and we've learned a few more details about the product because of the pre-order process. First and foremost, we now know that Vision Pro is available in three different storage configurations. For $3,500, you get 256 gigabytes. For $3,700, you get 512 gigabytes. And for $3,900, you get one terabyte. Apple is selling an Apple Vision Pro travel case for $200, an extra Apple Vision Pro battery for $200, extra Apple Vision Pro light seals for $200, separate versions of the Vision Pro Solo Knit Band or Dual Loop Band for $99 each, an extra light seal cushion for $29, and a Belkin-made battery holder for the Apple Vision Pro battery for $50. Apple has also revealed the weight of Vision Pro for the first time. The company says Vision Pro weighs between 21.2 and 22.9 ounces, so between 600 and 650 grams. Apple says that variation in weight is due to the light seal and headband configuration. So Vision Pro weighs between 600 and 650 grams, while the MetaQuest Pro weighs 722 grams, MetaQuest 3 weighs 515 grams, MetaQuest 2 weighs 503 grams, and PlayStation VR 2 weighs 560 grams. So Vision Pro is heavier than other headsets on the market with the exception of the MetaQuest Pro, but it's also important to remember that those other headsets have their batteries built in while Vision Pro relies on an external battery pack. Apple says that the standalone battery for Vision Pro weighs in at 353 grams. We've got a whole bunch of other details about Vision Pro, including more details from my hands-on experience at the link in the show notes below. In other news today, a new report from The Information sheds more light on the rumored capture button for the iPhone 16 lineup. According to the story, the capture button will be able to respond to both touch and pressure, allowing users to zoom in and out by swiping left and right. The story says that Apple currently plans to bring the capture button to the entire iPhone 16 lineup. The button is said to be mechanical rather than solid state, so it will actually move when it's pressed, similar to the action button, the side button, and the current volume buttons. But even with that mechanical design, the surface of the capture button will respond to touch input, to let users zoom in and out by swiping left or right on it. The button will also reportedly respond to different levels of pressure, so users can bring images into focus by pressing on it lightly and activating the shutter by pressing more firmly. The report also adds that there are no other planned cosmetic changes that would distinguish the iPhone 16 from the iPhone 15, the exception, of course, being that the iPhone 16 Pro and iPhone 16 Pro Max are going to get slightly bigger than their predecessor. This rumor makes the capture button sound infinitely more useful than just another static button that does one thing when pressed, and it also now makes more sense why this capture button would coexist alongside the action button, which can also be assigned to the camera app. We are sponsored this week by We Got Your Mac. Who could forget those old Apple commercials Mac versus PC? Those ads harken back to simpler times, but the debate continues to heat up across the enterprise, and it's getting more interesting than ever before. 
Some analysts even speculate that the Mac will be the dominant business endpoint by 2030. That's where We Got Your Mac comes in. A new podcast from SHI, We Got Your Mac is here to help business leaders navigate the fascinating, ever-changing world of the Mac in the workplace. From debunking security myths to attracting talent and overcoming adoption pains, you'll discover the ups and downs of delivering Mac at scale. New episodes stream every two weeks, featuring interviews with the experts at Apple, SHI, and from around the C-suite. So what are you waiting for? Make 2024 the year you put an end to the Mac versus PC question in your business. Go to WeGotYourMac.com or search for We Got Your Mac wherever you get your podcasts today. My thanks again to We Got Your Mac for sponsoring 9to5Mac daily. Running out today, a U.S. appeals court has rejected Apple's request to pause the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 sales ban as the company appeals an ITC ruling that the Apple Watch's blood oxygen sensor infringes on two patents held by medical device company Massimo. But rather than take the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 off the market entirely, Apple has started selling the devices without pulse oximetry features instead. So this means that if you go to Apple's website or Apple's retail store and buy an Ultra 2 or Series 9, you will not have the blood oxygen features of those devices. Apple says that these Apple Watch models will still include the blood oxygen application, but when you tap on it, you'll see a message that says the app is no longer available. In the health app on the iPhone, you'll see a link to a support article on Apple's website explaining the situation. In a statement, Apple said that its appeal of the ITC's ruling is ongoing and that it strongly disagrees with the ITC decision and the resulting orders. The company also reaffirms that there is no impact to Apple Watch units previously purchased that include the blood oxygen feature, so if you already have an older Apple Watch or a Series 9 or Ultra 2 with the blood oxygen feature, you are unaffected. It's only newly sold versions of the devices from Apple stores and Apple Online. Apple has previously said that its appeal of the ITC ruling could take over a year, and it's unclear if there's any interim steps the company plans to take to bring the blood oxygen features back to new Apple Watch models in the United States. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.